10 months on from the devastating cyclone Gabrielle in some of the hardest hit regions people are still out of their homes roads remain severely compromised and silt and debris is a blight on the landscape. The former government and weather devastated areas have negotiated joint voluntary buyout schemes for people whose land is too risky to build on again but it is a long process Three weeks after the devastating floods we checked in with three leaders from three of the hardest hit regions so we thought it was time to talk to them all again. So joining us are Thames Coromandel Mayor Len Salt, Wairoa Mayor Craig Little and Napier Mayor Kirsten Wise. Good evening to you all. Kia ora. Evening. Good evening. I want to find out from you how far through the recovery you believe you are. Let's start with you, Len. Kia ora, Lisa. Look, um, uh, we are uh, in a position where we're feeling a lot more optimistic and hopeful than we were the last time we spoke. Um, I think uh, I'd really like to acknowledge the, the hurt and the pain that um, my colleagues Kirsten and Craig uh, have gone through and what they're still facing, but we're looking a lot more hopeful than we were last time, Lisa. Craig, how far down the road to recovery are you? Oh, look, I'd say we're probably not too far out of the starting blocks. We've got a long way to go, and, of course, the elections came along, and it's sort of we really haven't had anything since well before October. So and I also I talk what Len said to the other, to himself and Kirsten. So just at the start of the road, Craig, even though you're 10 months after the cyclone. Yeah, it's getting pretty frustrating. 130 people still out of their homes. We got another 20 homes the other day through the flooding, two reds as well. And some of those 130 were actually getting more because they're realising now that they can't build those homes. And we don't know where we are because we haven't had river protection. We've never had river protection, so we're looking at that as well. Okay, lots to talk about. We'll come back to it. Uh, And Kirsten Wise, how are you doing in your region? We're progressing well in terms of, you know, council infrastructure. um, Our wastewater treatment plant is back fully operational and we're now doing um, resilience building there. Like Craig, we still have um, a huge number of people not in their homes and so there's the ongoing support required for them and we're working our way through the voluntary property buyouts for our Category 3 property owners. Um, And I guess the really challenging part for us and the highest risk for us is building resilience in those lifelines so um, that that are, you know, owned and operated and, and maintained by other agencies. So ensuring that our state highways Um, that our power infrastructure and our telecoms infrastructure receives the investment that it so desperately needs. All right, let's stick with big infrastructure. Len, you've got some good news. State Highway 25A, the bridge replacement, it's going to be opening any day now. What does that mean for your community? It is fantastic news, Lisa, for our communities and, and, and very, very hotly anticipated. We'll have it open Wednesday next week. Um, $43 million, so it's come in $7 million under budget and three and a half months ahead of time. Um, but it's that, that essential lifeline uh, for our business people, for people trying to get to hospitals, um, people trying to get to and from work. Um, very, very uh, hotly anticipated and very welcome news. Craig, I don't want to pit the districts against each other, but when we look at this bridge, right, it was fast-tracked. It's happened really quickly, an enormous project. Are you seeing the same speed in your district? Oh, look, not really. Look, our road was out for four months, and we've got a temporary Bailey Bridge, and today we've made major delays while they're fixing it. This is the third time now they've probably had to do repairs on it. So we, we need some quick fixes. We need some really in, in investments. But, hey, look, I'm hopeful it happened. The Prime Minister was in town the other day. 
and he's not going to spend money on on fixes that aren't going to last a year. He he's looking at the bigger bigger stuff. But we've just got to get we've got to get our heads in the right place in this country that we do it now instead of waiting twenty years when it's twenty times as much. Yeah, but governments, well, they say they can't afford it in the here and now. And just today we've learned that this government's tax take is going to be done as well. How confident are you? When it comes to State Highway 2, let's use a specific example. It's been patched, opened, closed, you know, at the whim of the weather. And you've been clear that you need a permanent fix for that. It's not funded. There's an idea. How confident are you that it's going to happen? Oh, look, we're probably a little bit more confident um, with the Prime Minister's visit and the way that he really talked about railway, you know, what's the point of building a railway line that's hardly used? Let's let's get the money out of that and chuck it into the road. But, hey, it still hasn't done. It's, it's going to be a 10-year project regardless. Did he so, promise no, you not, money, Craig? Like, pardon? Did he promise you any money, the Prime Minister, for no, that permanent no, fix for no, the road? unfortunately. But he sort of, we were the first one out for him to visit. So we, we just keep our fingers crossed. And, you know, we took him around the district, so we've got to just hope that that's the reason he came here as to see how they can help it. Man, we need help, that's for sure. Kirsten, you mentioned the buyouts, right? This is the joint agreement with the government and local councils. I mean, how far along are you with settling people's um, property buyouts? We are progressing um, well here in Napier. We are fortunate we only have 14 properties. So we've set up a joint project um, office with Hastings District Council and um, there's a team there that's dedicated to managing the whole process. Um, We've actually, I think um, the latest figure, we've already had initial contact and initiated the conversation with 70% of the affected property owners um, and our goal was to to, ensure that we had made contact contact with all of them pre-Christmas, so we're on target for that. Um, Unfortunately, it's not going to be a quick process. We do have to um, get their properties valued and then enter into a negotiation process, etc. But um, it's it's reassuring to know that for a a big percentage of them, we've started that process and we're engaged in a conversation with them. Right, so you had a target for first um, first contact with them. What about a target for for completion of the buyouts? Do you have a target? We don't have a specific date in mind, and I guess um, the reason for that is because we are reliant on external parties as part of the process. So um, we've only got a certain number of valuers that are involved, um, and so we have to accommodate you know, their timeframes and the amount of time they have to commit to the process. Um, but speaking on behalf of Napier itself, I would be really hopeful that we would be manage we would manage to have all of ours sorted sort of within the, you know the, the earlier part of next year. Okay, Craig, you mentioned people still out of their homes. I think it was 130 from Cyclone Gabrielle with some more from recent events. Yeah. Tell me about their situation. I mean, they must be coming to the end of their tether. Oh, they are, because 50% of those are uninsured. And just, you know, before, you know, people do criticise these people, why weren't they insured? But they could hardly afford to get food on the table. The event came through no fault of their own, took their homes out. They lost their livelihoods. They, we haven't got any buyouts at this stage, but if we don't get this river protection up and running, we will have probably over 130 buyouts. So we've got to really get it right, and that's what the Prime Minister is saying, hey, you can't really plan your, your rebuilding your homes until you get your river protection set up. And we've never had river protection, so we've got a huge job ahead of us. Can you get it by next winter? I wouldn't think so, to be quite honest. So um, you're going to get smashed going again, Craig? Well, it could get smashed tomorrow if the rain comes. It's as simple as that. So every time it rains in Wairau, 
we get this, what's, what's the new word called rain anxiety, and people just absolutely are scared out of their wits because don't, they woke up in the morning at 7 o'clock one morning, and the next minute they thought, gosh, we've, we've, we've um, dodged a bullet, and then, then the river came in and, and raised, up, raised up over a metre in their homes. So it's, it's not a good place to be at all. So we have to act with urgency. Um, 70 million probably won't cut it, that we've got ring fence for Wairau. Um, but we're, we're working as a community. We're working with the iwi, the local regional council, and ourselves, and we're going out. We've got a stakeholder group that's going out to the community. It represents the whole community that was affected. So let's hope we can nail it. But the Prime Minister said, don't, don't meet and, and achieve nothing. We, we've got, he wants an answer by February. Len, can I bring you back in, please? You're a tourism-heavy area of the country, and, yep, you're getting 25A back, but you've still got a problem with Cathedral Cove, right, one of your busiest um, tourist attractions, closed to people who want to use the track and walk in. What is happening? Is it being treated as a priority? Cathedral Cove is, um, as an iconic tourist uh, tourist destination, uh, you're right, Lisa. The, the problem with... Uh, Cathedral Cove is it's a complicated mix of dock, um, private ownership, um, and uh, iwi. It's part of an iwi settlement. Uh, I've been quite clear all the way through that I think this needs a uh, high-level political solution, and uh, we reached out to the Minister of Conservation, Tama Pautaka, and been very clear that we want to engage with the Minister. Um, we're aiming either to take a delegation to Wellington to discuss that, uh, or Hopefully, we'll get a visit from the minister or ministers to um, to have a look at this situation and provide the resources and the decision making and the authority that we need to get this solved. The people on the ground, the dock folks, and and iwi and our um, local stakeholders have done their best under difficult circumstances, but we need some high-level intervention and some resources put at this to get things back on track. When you say back on track, do you want it remediated so people can walk in? Because at the moment, what, you can only come and visit from the sea. You've got to go by boat. That's right. Whatever solution uh, goes into that, whether it's reinstating the the, um, walking tracks and the steps down to the... Whatever solution goes in there has to be safe. And at the moment, it's not a safe site. We've still got rock falling off the arch. Uh, we've still got the potential for people to fall down those um, those areas where the slips have taken out the steps. Uh, whatever solution, it has to be a safe one, and that's what we're focused on. Kirsten, there's been a lot of slash washing up around your district and also up Craig's Way as well. Are you ready for tourism this summer and for people to be able to access the hotspots so they're cleaned up, ready to go? Absolutely. We are open for business here in nature and, you know, we're really, really keen for people to know that um, we would love to have you here visiting our city and, you know, supporting our local businesses. They've been doing it tough, not just because of Cyclone Gabrielle, but obviously um, with COVID prior to that and now 2020 flood as well. So um, we've done a lot of work to to prepare the city and um, the doors are open. So please come and visit us. Have you still got silts and what have you stacked up all around the place? There is still um, sort of, and it's more in the outskirts um, surrounding the city. So for for those sort of tourist hotspots, it's not something um, that's right in people's faces. But yes, the silt removal is an ongoing job and there is still quite a bit of work to do there. Yeah, so it's 10 months on. Have you got the resources and the money to do it? Have you been given enough help? 
Uh, well, again, as um, Len mentioned earlier, with or it might have been Craig, but with there having been an election that did um, bring some delays in play, unfortunately, with regards to the silt removal, uh, we're working and talking to the new government now about what we still require, and it is still in the tens of millions of dollars to finish off the job of the silt removal. But Have you given them uh, a number, Kirsten, that you need for that? We have given them a number off the top of my head. Oh. I think it was eighty million. Right. Um, so we were fortunate. You know, Craig mentioned he had the prime minister there last Friday, and then and then he came through and saw us um, following on from that. So Hawke's Bay's done really well. We've had that that first um, visit from the PM and a couple of the ministers. And so you want eighty million? Uh, has has the prime minister agreed to give it to you for that clean up? Uh, we we haven't had agreement yet, but he's well aware of what it is that we need and we will be continuing to push for that. OK. Craig, um, I was interested in an ombudsman's report that came out yesterday about the response to the cyclone and it identified the fact that a lot of small districts and towns feel completely forgotten. Do you think that reflects the feeling in Wairua and the districts? Yeah, at first start, we talked to a lot of other areas, Everyone wants to be your friend when it happens, and then they slowly disappear. And that's what we're feeling like we're in at the moment. And I was thinking, you know, has the government paid us anything? I think they need to be looking at what the loss of production, what the loss of tourism is across all our three councils or our areas, and what the cost of the GDP is if we don't if we don't get up, get off and, and start doing this, you know, fixing these roads, fixing these homes. What's it going to cost to our health? So, yeah, we, we've got a lot of issues, and you know, we've got to get really serious of it because. You know, tourism is a big thing in Wairau, Napier, um, and Coromandel as well. So we've really just got to nail this, and we're not nailing it at the moment. Okay, we've got about 30 seconds each left. I'm going to go to each of you. It's Christmas time, so you get a wish list. (laughs) Top priority, please, whether it's help from the government or whatever, you name it. Len, number one thing, Uh, please. um, Our priority is uh, the the Pahutakawa are in flower. Come and visit. The Crimson Coast is looking fantastic. We need visitors to come back and uh, give us a lift for Christmas. That's all we're uh, all we're asking for at the moment. Len, you're a wonderful salesman. Craig, what's number one of your list, please? Hey, number one is we need we need money to get the river protection people back in their homes, and all all the mayors and all the people across these regions. I just hope Santa Claus looks after them really well. And to Kirsten Wise, what is your top priority, please, your big want? Uh, I'm going to take a bit of a longer-term view. And for us in the local government sector, we just know that our financial sustainability is... uh, We're in a very challenging situation. So I want the government to recognise that and engage in a real conversation about how we can fix our funding model so that we can serve our communities and give our communities what they need. Lovely to speak to you all. Thank you for joining us. That was the Thames Coromandel Mayor, Len Salt, Wairau Mayor, Craig Little, and Napier Mayor, Kirsten Wise. We spoke to them three weeks after Cyclone Gabrielle. Believe it or not, 10 months on now, and they still have some major issues and are needing assistance.